What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about the relegation and promotion picture in the Premier League. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. This is a Woos Media Podcast. For other Woos Media Podcasts, check them out online, W-O-O-Z-E media.com. If football comes back, we should have several podcasts ready to go in about a month or so. Online, woosmedia.com. All right, so uh, on today's show, like we said, we'll break down the promotion and relegation picture in the Premier League and uh, look at teams going down and teams expected to be coming up next year. Now, for those who don't know, every year there are three teams, the bottom three teams in the Premier League are relegated or sent down to the EFL. The EFL is the second tier of English soccer. We actually always talk about the EFL on this show. It's also referred to as the Championship League in soccer. And I know how, how confusing that can be, especially for the American audience, which is probably most of you guys. Um, uh, you know, when we, when we say championship, we're thinking of like the Super Bowl or the Stanley Cup or something like that. But the Championship League in soccer is the second tier of English soccer, the second division. So the bottom three teams will be sent down and the top three teams of the EFL will be sent up. Now, the way the EFL promotion works, the top two teams are guaranteed to come to the Premier League. So if you finish one or two in the EFL, you're guaranteed to come up. Then teams three, four, five, and six have a tournament to establish the third team coming up to the Premier League. So let's start off in the Premier League. And right now looking at the standings, the worst team, the number 20 overall team is Norwich City. I have them over a 95% favorite, almost 99% to be relegated. There's not much Norwich can do. There are only four games left in the season. And Norwich is currently 10 points behind Watford, who is in 17th, which is one point out of relegation. That essentially means Watford would have to lose every remaining game and Norwich would have to win every remaining game. Now keep in mind, they've only won, being Norwich, they've only won five games out of 34 this year. So the odds of them finishing 4-0, and uh, not very likely. Uh, not very likely. What movie is that from? Not very likely. Anyway. Uh, Norwich should be going down for sure. And here's the thing. Last year, this is why you can't put too much stock into who actually wins the EFL. Last year, Norwich was far and away the best team in the championship, in the EFL. Then they come up and really struggle. Why? Now, we're not going to make this too much of an X's and O's thing, but why do I think Norwich was so bad this year? It's because they never adapted to Premier League play. They never changed their style of play. If you want to look at how to change a style of play to adapt to the league. Look at what Sheffield United did this year. So, I mean, heavy defense emphasizing, uh, heavy emphasizing on defense, you know, scoring goals when you can. But look, Norwich only scored, what is it? I believe uh, uh, nine or eight or nine fewer goals than Sheffield United. It's not like scoring goals was an issue. It was giving goals up. Sheffield gave up 33. Norwich gave up 63. So that was the issue this year, defense for Norwich City, and it was all due to them not shifting the way they played. They they wanted to attack, which left them open on the back end, and guess what? Teams in the Premier League can all counter. So Norwich, I expect them to go down. Uh I mean, really no bets right now to make because it's pretty much a sure thing. 
Number 19 in the EFL, or excuse me, number 19 in the Premier League is Aston Villa. Now, uh, just to quickly rewind, if you guys were listening back in, I, th- I want to say it was around early February, maybe late January during that time. It was certainly before the break. We gave out here on the show Aston Villa to be relegated at plus 120. Yeah, baby. Now I have Aston Villa in my projections. I have them over 80% chance to be relegated. It's almost a sure thing. And, and the reason is, you look at who they play coming up, Crystal Palace, Everton, Arsenal, and then their last game of the year is West Ham. Both teams are going to be fighting for, you know, to, to kind of escape that relegation area. So, tough schedule to end the year. They have not adapted well past that half point in the season. I mean, the first part of the season, they didn't look too bad. But then things really got ugly. Uh, they have lost four out of their last five. If you look at their Pythagorean-based ratings, which is pretty much just simple ratings, uh, goals for, goals against, uh, opportunities for, opportunities against, so on and so forth, Aston Villa is the second-worst team in this league. So make no mistake about it. This is not a case of a good team having a bad break. The Premier League is just actually pretty good this year. And that's the thing. You look at the bottom, teams who are you know 15 through 20, and I'm really surprised at some of these teams. But then you look up and it's like, oh, of course. Well, I mean, the Premier League is just really good, really loaded. But Aston Villa, very, very likely they'll be promoted over an 80% chance. And uh, again, tough schedule to end the year. So I think that we can right now pretty much assume with around 75 to 80% certainty, both Aston Villa and Norwich will be sent down. That leaves room for one more team. And after doing my research, I'm kind of set on it being one team. And the reason is, I just don't see the path to the end for several other teams close to relegation. I believe, and this is crazy I'm saying this, because they started my season, I think they were ranked 14th to start the year out of 20. AFC Bournemouth. Now, I will reiterate, I do not believe AFC is as bad as everyone out there thinks. If you spend any time on Twitter, and and I want to reiterate this, because I say it all the time, but it needs to be said. If you spend time on Twitter and get their picks, everyone on Twitter is taking the favorites. And guys, favorites are going to win like 80% of the time or whatever it is. It's a guess, but they're going to win a lot. But let's say they win 80% of the time. The markets will have them priced as if they would have won you know, 82% of the time. So you're still not going to win money. So my point is, yesterday, the reason I'm shitting on these Twitter people picking favorites all the time I get on my feed yesterday, and it's nothing but Tottenham and Inter Milan. But Let's actually check that Inter game, because I'm not so sure that went the correct way either. But I know Tottenham. Everybody was on Tottenham yesterday, because why? They played AFC Bournemouth, and this is my point. Just because you get a team in the relegation area playing a perceived good team doesn't mean it's an automatic fucking bet, and everyone on Twitter seems to just gravitate toward those. And yeah, after looking it up, uh, Inter Milan did... Uh, draw as well, 2-2, against Hellas Verona. So everybody on Tottenham, everybody on Inter Milan, and neither of them cashed yesterday, both massive favorites. And here's the thing, if there are actually people following these Twitter touts with their bets, you lost so much money yesterday. I mean, so much money. And it's just so irresponsible for these Twitter guys just to pick a favorite, put it out there, and some people spend money on it. So... I just had to get that little note out of the way because we're talking about Bournemouth here. And if you spend, again, any time on Twitter, you would think that Bournemouth is like a a peewee team. This is a good team. I mean, we are talking about a, I believe, Bournemouth is clearly a Premier League team. 
Diego Rico, one of the best defenders. Nathan Ake, great defender in the Premier League. I mean, those two may be, they may, may be one of the best combos in defenders and center backs in the entire league. Philip Billing is a rising midfielder. Wilson and Wilson up top. I love Wilson and Wilson. Harry Wilson and Colin Wilson. I mean, it's crazy that we're talking about AFC Bournemouth in the relegation picture, but it's likely to happen. They just had a terrible... It's kind of been the last couple months, like like before the break and after the break. It's not really any one thing specifically, but they're seven, seven and twenty this year. I mean, I, you can't feel bad for them, but it's just crazy because I certainly, if you would have asked me when we made the Aston Villa bet, right? If you would have asked me, is Bournemouth going to get relegated? I would have laughed. That's crazy to me. But this is a, a massively underperforming season for Bournemouth. And it looks like they're going to be relegated, which I would automatically put them as favorites to be promoted next year for sure, like the odds-on favorites, but we're not there yet. Bournemouth likely to be relegated over a 50% chance. Now, let's look at what's going on around them because it's not a guaranteed thing. Bournemouth is in 18th, and I think that their schedule to end the year is brutal, so that's why I think it's pretty much guaranteed. Bournemouth ends their year with Leicester City, Manchester City, Southampton and Everton. I mean, those are pretty much three guaranteed. Well, let's not guarantee anything, but those are three games in which they will be heavy underdogs. So Bournemouth is just not like, there's not a path that I see them easily uh, kind of escaping the relegation zone. But let's look around them. In 17th is Watford. And Watford's actually very similar to to Bournemouth here. I mean, I would have thought there was no chance they'd be relegated. They have picked it up recently. They they had a really bad stretch. I think they lost nine or ten games in a row. In their last five, they've only lost three. Big win last time out against, I believe it was Norwich it was. They won 2-1. We cashed on that game. And yeah, I, I just believe that over the course of the next couple games, because Watford doesn't have near the schedule Bournemouth does, this is a team, and my ratings say show say so, that should not lose, that should not fall back. Watford is, again, I think this is certainly a Premier League team. I mean, everyone, again, still talks about uh, Gerald De Lefeu being hurt, but besides that, they are, they're pretty healthy, and they're pretty good, actually, you know, when you look at their overall ratings. Their last couple games where they've been losing also, they've lost games to Chelsea, Leicester, Man U, uh, they drew Chelsea, Crystal Palace when Crystal was really hot. So it's not like they had, you know, easy schedule. They're, they're dropping these games. They had a tough run. And they end the season with Newcastle, West Ham, Man City, and Arsenal. So, look, it's not a, 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 a cakewalk, but I expect them to, to really stay in and compete in the Newcastle and West Ham game. But the thing is, they're three points ahead of Bournemouth. So if they were tied or, or had, you know, 28 points just like Bournemouth had... This may be more of a, a coin flip type of thing, but because they have the three point edge with only four points from uh, four games remaining, I just don't see Bournemouth being able to catch them and leapfrog them, especially with the goal differential. I mean, Bournemouth is getting killed right now by uh, Watford in the goal differential. They are losing by one seven goals, so there's no chance there even if they draw. Again, it's just not looking very good at all for Bournemouth. Now here's the the team where I could actually see them slipping. Because of my player ratings, my team ratings, and potentially falling into the relegation zone. That would be West Ham. The only issue is West Ham's schedule, not that tough. They've got Norwich. <laughs> They've got Watford, which is going to be a huge game. Watford, West Ham. If, if they draw, it's pretty much done for AFC. Okay? if it, The winner of the Watford-West Ham game, which is July 17th, will pretty much be guaranteed not to be relegated. So that is a massive game. But again, West Ham has Norwich, uh, 
Norwich, Watford, Man U, and Aston Villa. So I still believe, again, like I said, Bournemouth has over a 50% chance. If it were to be one of the other two teams, just based on ratings, I do think it would probably be West Ham, but I believe they're going to be in their next couple games, and they could be Watford. Again, that's a huge game. That's going to change a lot on the 17th. But West Ham right now still 31 points and uh, looking to stave off Bournemouth. So we're not going to go too much deeper because I think Brighton, sitting in 15th, has a, a, a you know enough of a cushion. They have eight points on AFC Bournemouth. And to think Bournemouth would go 4-0, Brighton would go 0-4, I mean, highly unlikely. The odds of that happening are you know under 1%. So we're going to stick with those five teams. Norwich, Aston Villa should be relegated. West Ham, Watford should stay up. It's all about uh, those three teams, West Ham, Watford, Bournemouth. But right now I'm projecting Bournemouth to be the third team to be relegated in the Premier League. All right, so let's go over to the EFL, take a look at who's going to be sent up from the Championship League. And uh, right now, I believe the top two teams, Leeds United and West Brom, are heavy favorites to, to or should be heavy favorites to advance. Similar to the Premier League, where I thought that uh, Aston Villa and Norwich, about an 80%, about a 75 to 80% chance that they will collectively be going down. I think the same thing here for Leeds and West Brom. I put it right around, maybe a little bit less, maybe 70 to 75% that both of them will be going up as the 1-2 in either direction. Now, I'm not sure. Leeds currently has the one-point advantage. Uh, Leeds has 81 points. West Brom has 80. And keep in mind, I think there's a couple games coming up today. We are recording this. It is right now uh, 6.30 Pacific time. And so there are going to be a couple games going off. The reason we're recording this now is because we don't get many opportunities where every team has played the same amount of games. That's why we didn't do this earlier in the week is because the Premier League games are staggered. The EFL games are staggered. But now... Every team in the Premier League and EFL has played the same number of games, so you can kind of get a good uh, reading on where these teams are. But I believe Leeds and West Brom will be going up. So that brings us to the to the four teams in the playoffs. And right now, if you look at the three, four, five, and six seeds, I think the three and four are going to be in there. Brentford and Fulham. Brentford is actually... I mean, right along the lines of rankings with Leeds and West Brom. They just didn't get off to a quick enough start this year. So Brentford's a very good team. And a lot of people may have Brentford the favorite to win that little tournament because they will, you know, by de facto, or they'll be the de facto one seed, I guess, of the four teams. So Brentford's very good. But I believe, and we'll talk about this in a few weeks or probably a week or so, but I believe Brentford will be the favorite to come out of that tournament, but I would not bet Brentford to come out of the tournament. Uh, The number four team, Fulham. You talk about an underachieving season. I had Fulham to start the year as the number one team in the EFL. But you know what Fulham is? They're kind of like the LeBron James uh, basketball teams. And and actually, I want to be careful here because the LeBron teams often got one and two seeds. But what you saw with LeBron's teams a lot was they just wanted to get to the playoffs, right? Uh, Same with Golden State. Maybe that's a better example is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, you know, they, they kind of coasted through the regular season and, and then their real season began when the playoffs began. That sort of is, is what I see out of Fulham. I mean, if you just look at a player by player basis, there's no doubt in my mind. This is the most talented team in the in the EFL for sure. And what ha- what's happened this year is I believe it's they have not been motivated. 
then, you know, I, I, I can't put my finger on any other reason why they played so poorly this year. And let, let's quantify, or let's qualify that. Playing poorly is fourth place, 73 points, they've scored 56 goals, they've allowed 44, and their record is 21, 11, and 10. So that's underachieving for Fulham. I understand it was still a good season, but they could have had a much, much better year if they approached every game with max effort. Well, they didn't. But that gives us an opportunity in the playoffs because if I think they're the most talented team, if I think now we can expect a max effort from Fulham, I would actually put them slightly ahead of Brentford in the terms of expecting to leave uh, to uh, graduate and advance from the, the tournament. So... We'll talk about that later, like I said, but I do believe that Brentford and Fulham are uh, pretty much going to be in the tournament. Now, there's a little bit less certainty with the number five overall seed, but I still think that Nottingham Forest really has enough of a gap on the six, seven, and eight teams to, to stay comfortable or at least in the picture of the playoffs. So we won't go too in-depth for a Nottingham Forest, but I like Forest. Man, they've really turned it on recently. I think they've only lost two of their last 12 games. Uh, and you talk about turning it on at the right time of the year. This is right now when good teams start to play very well, and Nottingham Forest is doing so. Uh, if you look at their Pythagorean-based ratings, not that much worse than uh, Fulham FC. And so Nottingham Forest, expect them to be in the playoffs as well. So that brings us to the very final team. Who will get the sixth, the sixth overall seed in the EFL in the final spot in the EFL playoffs? Cardiff City currently sits in sixth. And I believe it's going to come down to Cardiff and Swansea. Now, here's the thing. If you look at just the point system, there are a lot of teams vying for that sixth overall spot. As a matter of fact, I would say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams right now are within six points. Seven teams are within six points of Cardiff City. And we have, what, four games to go? which is 12 points. So that means if Cardiff loses two games, this thing is wide open. But given the schedules, given the ratings, I really believe Cardiff City and Swansea should be the two favorites to get that overall six seed. Now, Cardiff's scheduled to end the year. They do have Fulham next. It's going to be a tough game, and both teams are kind of fighting for that playoff positioning. But after that, they've got Derby, Middlesbrough, and Hall City. They should be a favorite in all three. And look, Cardiff City... For what a terrible beginning of the year they had, this is off the top of my head, but I believe it's correct. I think they've lost something like three. Uh, yeah, this is true. They've lost three of their last 20 overall games in all matches. I mean, you talk about turning it on at the right time of the year. Cardiff City is doing that. And I trust their counterattack. They don't need possession. So I just think, and look, I actually have. Let's give out a little pick here. Oh, this game's today. Cardiff, Fulham City. We're, we're going to take Cardiff, pick them. They're around plus 200. So draw no bet. Cardiff, City, pick them. And look, I bet if you... Spe- I haven't been on Twitter much today. Okay, so this is a hunch. It's just a hunch, Basil. But I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of people on Fulham today. Eh, just, just a hunch. So uh, we're going to go Cardiff, City, pick them. Um, and look, there's a reason why Cardiff, City is... Plus 200 for a draw, no bet. They're massive underdogs in this game. We just think the price is a little bit off. And we bet numbers here, not teams, keep in mind. So uh, a little freebie for today's games. But uh, I do think Cardiff should be the, the, the sixth team. Now, if it's not Cardiff, I think it's going to be Swansea. Before we talk about Swansea, the teams sitting behind Cardiff and Swansea, Preston North End, good, but they don't have the firepower. Derby, good, but they don't have the defense. Uh, Blackburn, 
they are banged up right now and dealing with a lot of transfer issues. Millwall, way overrated and not the defense to, to, to keep up. Matter of fact, they've given up a lot of goals. They've won one of their last six games. Millwall, falling off a cliff. And Bristol City, you talk about sliding down. They've won one of their last five games as well. And uh, Bristol started the year number six in my ratings. They're currently number 16. They have consistently gotten worse throughout the year. So just based on ratings, uh, uh, remaining schedule, the, the the form of these teams, what's going on within the locker rooms, I don't like Bristol, Millwall, Blackburn, or Preston. Now, Derby's up in the air, but I just think Derby doesn't have the defense to, to keep up with some of these teams. Okay, So we're going to keep our conversation to Cardiff City and Swansea. Now, we just mentioned Cardiff's end of the year uh, schedule. Well, Swansea's got it a little tougher. Swansea ends the year with Leeds United, Nottingham Forest, Bristol City, and Reading. Now, the first two games, those teams are both in the playoffs. Bristol City, we just talked about how bad they've been. You know, that Swansea should be the favorite there. But Reading, the last game of the year, this is kind of a trap game because Reading is... They have all year been that sneaky team you just don't want to play, especially when they're comfortable. And if you look at the... Uh, the, the the perfect lineup, which actually the perfect lineup is a fantasy term, which I kind of use for my own handicapping needs. And what I do every week is I come up with sort of my perfect lineup, right? Based on my player ratings, who were the best players that week? And I do it for every league. And it, it's surprising how many Reading players I get in the EFL every week. I mean, it's it, 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 this is a team that's good. They're talented. Their coaching staff's pretty good, or, you know, managers, whatever you want to call them in, in the EFL. But Reading is certainly... Let's put it this way. If everything started next year, right now, teams relegated, promoted, whatever, I think that Reading would be in my top 10 ratings. I mean, Reading is just an underrated team. So let's not talk too much about Reading, but Swansea does end their season with Reading on the road. So that's not going to be the easiest game ever. Uh, if I had to make a pick right now, who gets the, the last seed, the sixth seed, I would say it's going to be Cardiff. They have peop- uh, they have players who played in the Premier League. They have players who are kind of tested in these tough situations. I think that the way they've adapted to playing uh, Neil Harris's style of soccer has been really incredible. They're counter to, Here's the thing. They lost Neil Warlock, okay, as the manager. Actually, he's, do, he's doing great things now with Middlesbrough. So anyway, uh, they get Neil Harris in, and it took a little bit for Cardiff to learn how to play under him. But it's funny. After the whole transformation and, and, and kind of getting used to Neil Harris's style, they're right back to who Cardiff City used to be. I mean, a strong defensive team who's lethal on the counter, and I think they're actually getting better and better. Cardiff... You missed your window as a better to take Cardiff because I think everyone's catching up with how good they are. But if you rewind about a week and started betting about two weeks before that, there was about a two-week window where Cardiff was so underrated, it was crazy. And I mean... Just, just so much value being given to Cardiff game in and game out. Now, again, the market's caught up. That, that's kind of gone. They're in the sixth spot, should make the playoffs. But, I mean, we're talking, again, about an underrated team for most of the year. So, to wrap up the EFL, I believe Leeds United and West Brom will advance as the one and two in any order. The four teams who I project to be in the playoffs are the four teams who are currently in the playoffs. Brentford, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, and Cardiff City. Unfortunately, I just think Swansea, Preston North End, Derby, Blackburn, those kind of teams just won't have enough in the tank to catch Cardiff. And if any team will do it, it would be Swansea. But again, I just gave you the reasons why I don't think that's going to happen. Now, before we get out of here today, I want to talk about one of the websites who, uh, they're, they're pretty popular for giving uh, projections, rating systems, things like that. And that's 538.com. I've talked about them before. A lot of you guys may know about them. And I just wanted to say a couple things about 538. 
in the past, 538 has been a great source of information for me. I mean, I've always compared my numbers to them. I've always seen where they fall on certain teams compared to me, and they usually do a pretty good job. Well, what I've noticed is that in election years, in really big political years, 538's rankings in sports really kind of fall off the cliff. And I'm noticing it this year. I mean, when I look at their Premier League rankings, 538 has Man City still considerably better than Liverpool, which is just ridiculous. It's like, yeah, I understand that right now if they played with the motivation factor, Man City might be the favorite, but that's because Liverpool completely stomped everybody else in the league while they needed to. Now they're just on cruise control, okay? Liverpool, in my opinion, is clearly the better team compared to Man City. But if you look at 538.com rankings, not only is Man City better than Liverpool, there is a bigger gap between Man City and Liverpool than there is between Tottenham and Brighton in these 538 rankings. So if you just kind of look at it logically, this is insane. And for a for a system that I gave a lot of credit to, it's kind of getting easier and easier to write them off. Now, I do want to say Nate Silver, one of the smartest guys in, in the industry in terms of building models. He's, he's worked at a lot of respected uh, places, ESPN, NBC. Now, now he runs 538. But I don't think it's necessarily a, an issue of incompetence. I just think they don't give a shit about the, the sports things because I think that they follow their ratings. And I know 538, they are one of the better places for presidential polls and things in the, in the political world. But right now, in my opinion, that's probably what's happening is people are going to 538.com and the vast majority are going to the political stuff. So where does Nate Silver's and, and his staff's attention go? To the political stuff. And they're really, really losing it on the soccer. And I mean, it is just stupid, some of these differences that that I have and they have. And I'm not saying my ratings are the king of all ratings, but they're much better than these, I guarantee you. I mean, it's just crazy to look at where some of these teams are and the difference in some of these teams. By the way... The, the 538 projection system, when everything started back up, when all, when all the soccer games started back up after the corona break, 538 was implementing a 10% home field advantage reduction. Excuse me. 10% home field advantage reduction. Okay. Well, what happened is they noticed they were off. They noticed that was wrong. So overnight, 538 changes their 10% home field reduction to a 60% home field reduction. What? Can, can, can we hang on for a second? Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. To switch any model from a 10% re- uh, a reduction to a 60% reduction, you talk about overreaction. So what happened, what I can envision happening is they look at their numbers, they, oh, guys, our numbers have been way off lately. This home field, it's not nearly as, is, uh, it should be reduced a lot more. Uh, well, it was 10%. Uh, let's see here. Based on these numbers, I don't know. I'll go 50%, 60%. And then they jack it up to 60%. There's no gradual progression. There's no sliding scale. It's just 10 to 60. It's it, it, For someone who does models and who and who, cha- who, who, who who pays attention to this stuff and, and, and lives and dies by the number, this is just silly. I mean, really? It's, at some point, you just have to kind of shut the website down and say, hey, these are no good. I mean... Fuck, if you're betting on this, I feel sorry for you. And then let's go to the EFL. The, the, the EFL ratings, and this is really, really, really where it starts to get funny because the EFL teams aren't known as well. So it's not easy to pick out the differences. But 538 has Stoke City as the sixth best team. Number six 
in the EFL. <laughs> I mean, the difference between their ratings and not only my ratings, but the, the table, Stoke City is currently in 21st out of 24 teams in the table. I have Stoke City 18th out of 24 in the EFL. 538 has them in 6th? Has them the 6th overall team? They've got Millwall 8th. They've got We Gone Athletic in 5th place. I mean, it seems like a, like a 3rd grader sat down and picked the favorite jerseys in order. That's what these fucking ratings look like. This is a joke. This is a joke. I mean, it's not my goal to get on here and really rail on anybody. I know yesterday it was BetMGM. Today it's 538. I'm just telling the truth here. I'm just saying, I'm just telling things how I see it. And if you're going to tell me We Gone Athletic is better than, according to 538, Swansea City, Derby County, Preston North End, Blackburn, QPR, Nottingham Forest, Middlesbrough, Reading, Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, I have all of those teams above we gone in my ratings. This is a joke. This is silly. It makes no sense. And if you look at where these teams are going to finish in terms of relegation, 538 would probably be quick to admit many mistakes because they have we gone fifth. They have Stoke City sixth. Yet, if you look at the relegation table provided by 538 themselves, they have these teams finishing substantially worse than an average team would finish. So, I don't know what's going on with 538, but it is certainly concerning. And I gotta say, if you're using them to make your bets, stop doing so immediately. Bad information. Bad, bad information on 538. So, to recap what we were talking about with the Premier League, I expect Bournemouth Aston Villa and Norwich to be the three teams who are relegated. And in the championship, I believe West Brom and Leeds United will be promoted. The four teams in the tournament should be Brentford, Fulham, Nottingham Forest, and Cardiff City, Wild Cardiff Swansea, but the schedule's not favorable. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.